Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the JRPG Report. My name is James Fisher. This is going to be episode 94. We've got a lot of fun things to talk about today, some not-so-fun things to talk about. And at the very end, just so it's not... uh, not to end on bad news, we are going to have our listener support big drawing giveaway. So uh, first, I do want to say a special hello to everyone who is uh, watching on YouTube. I finally decided to go ahead and record this one as well on the camera. And uh, that way also there is a video for our drawing at the end. So uh, first, we've... <laughs> Not done it before, so if you're seeing my side profile for the first time, you are, well, I would say you're in for a treat, but that's probably not not true. Anyway, let's get into the news, and uh, unfortunately we have a doozy to start off with. Um, This one is brought to you by Sephiroth. He is also uh, on the video. You can see him over there, his Advent Children figure and uh, i can only assume he is responsible for this bit of shenanigans uh the final fantasy 7 remake has been delayed of course it was supposed to come out on march the 3rd and it has been pushed back until april 10th square enix announced here is the official press release from remake producer yushinori kasai We know that so many of you are looking forward to the release of Final Fantasy VII Remake and have been waiting patiently to experience what we've been working on. In order to ensure we deliver a game that's in line with our vision and a quality that our fans have been waiting for deserve, we have decided to move the release date to April 10th, 2020. We are making this tough decision in order to give ourselves a few extra weeks to apply final polish to the game and to deliver you with the best possible experience. I, on behalf of the whole team, want to apologize to everyone, as I know this means you'll be waiting for the game just a little bit longer. Thank you for your patience and continued support. That was a, <clears throat> excuse me, a well-said comment and exactly what you would expect to hear. Of course, delays are nothing new in the world of video games, and this is the type of delay that you do see a lot of times right before that window is getting closer and closer. And uh, there are some conversations that happen like, you know, we're not going to make it. Or if we do, there's going to be problems. And so I'm okay with this delay. I mean, guys, how long have we waited for this game? <laughs> so, so long. I I feel like when they announced that March 3rd date originally that they they should be able to meet that date. But again, it's not shocking. And here's a few of the reasons why I think it's not that shocking. This, this game means everything to Square Enix. Um, I think I've stated it before that uh, this this is by far the biggest game that the company has ever released and there is so much on the line um i think it was kind of a popular opinion that final fantasy 15 was a disappointment at least in my opinion kingdom hearts 3 was a disappointment i think they knocked it out of the park with dragon quest 11 
However, this is a make or break moment. You're taking a, a sacred cow in Final Fantasy VII and attempting to completely remake it. They have to get it right. They cannot have the issues that they had with 15 releasing an unfinished game, although obviously it's going to come out in segments. Um, the other factor I think that I haven't really heard a whole lot of people talking about, um, and the fact is it is, uh, you know, mid-January right now. The game hasn't gone gold yet. Um, it is not ready for distribution. Usually you see gold about a month before it's released, so we're right in that window where it could have gone gold. It is not to that point yet, so they do need a little bit more time to to polish the game. That part is true. What I also think, and I've not heard this specifically, is how big a release this is going to be. Keep in mind, this is a worldwide release. You're not getting, um, you know, an, a Japan release six months before it comes out for the rest of the world. This is also just a giant. Um, in terms of the numbers that they will need to have ready day one. Now you're talking worldwide. So what it would not shock me. And I don't think it would shock anybody else that this thing sells 5 million copies the first day. I, I don't see that outside the realm of possibility at all. Remember back with 15, it's a goal for sales was 10 million. And I think it ended up being under that ultimately, um, but I don't think they're going to commit to a number like that. But you've got to know that is uh, a number that they would love to approach. So I think there's a lot of factors going on here. Uh, you've got the whole demo debacle that's going on right now. Is it? Will it? Won't it? Um, so five extra weeks is not that long to wait. Uh, personally, it does kind of mess up like Persona 5 Royals release at the end of March. So, I mean, the Persona 5 took me 120 hours to beat, so there is no way on this planet I'm going to be done with it by the time Remake comes out. It's just going to have to be put down <laughs> because I have waited so long for this game. I'm not. I, I'm going to be playing it moment one, of course. Um. So what's what's your guys' feelings on? It? Are you are you surprised? Are you okay with the wait? Um, what uh, what's going in? <laughs> what's going through your mind as we as we get this bit of bad news to start off episode ninety four? You can make those comments on the Facebook page. Of course, you can comment on the video as well. I welcome your comments. Anyway, you would like to uh, like to throw it out there. Uh, our next, that was obviously the big, big story. We've got a bunch of Persona 5 Scramble, the Phantom Strikers news as well. Uh, remember last podcast, we had mentioned that there was going to be three more days of subsequent news releases. And uh, we we got more in the terms of videos than concrete news. And um, the... First thing that we got, or maybe not the first thing, but one of the things that we got was the opening animation for the Omega Forest developed action RPG. Um, 
So you guys can check out the link. Of course, I've got that on Facebook. And if you're watching on YouTube, you can, you'll be seeing that right now. Um, it just, it looks incredible. Um, it kind of gives a good backdrop to what, uh, what to be looking forward to in Persona 5 Scramble, the Phantom Strikers. Um, I'm never, I don't mind the opening animation, but I guess I'm kind of old school. I like to watch that the first time it actually pops up on the disc and with them, you know, this is not the first time this has happened, but not seeing that as I fire up the disc or, you know, load a new game is a little bit, eh, you know, whatever. It is what it is. <laughs> uh, the other thing we got was uh, the Morgana's Travel Report number four. This one focuses on uh, Okinawa, the cooking, and some of the requests. Um, of course, these are a little bit longer, so I won't go into uh, everything about it. So here's a little bit about an introduction to Okinawa. Uh, pursuing the mysterious case, the Phantom Thieves visit Kugijama, a resort island just off the mainland of Okinawa. It is a lively island with beautiful waters and beaches, as well as tourist shops around the harbor. While pursuing the case, the Phantom Thieves enjoy a brief vacation here, but there was something strange about the island's inhabitants. There seems to be some sort of secret to the island. While exploring the island's secrets, you will wander into the jail, a research laboratory turned into an abandoned castle. A dangerous jail with the ominous atmosphere of a sorrow of a horror movie, shadows lurk in the darkness and attack one after the other. The voice recorders found in the various areas are likely a clue to what is happening on the island. By utilizing the phantom move ability, which allows you to quickly move to high altitudes and undercover, you can unleash various actions. Phantom move can even break through cracked areas, including glass that may be blocking your path forward. Sneak up on the enemy from behind for, for a surprise attack and take advantage of the jail's mechanics to clear it like a pro. In jails, you may sometimes encounter a locked door. At these doors, hacking battles will occur to unlock the door via the navigator's hacking abilities. While hacking, you must protect the navigator from the shadows that attack. And then they specify a little bit more about the cooking and requests. Uh, in Persona 5 Scramble, the Phantom Strikers, you can cook by using the ingredients you obtain. The food you make will be available for use as items, which offer various effects such as HP and SP recovery, strengthening party members, and more. Recipes can be obtained from the game's various shops and events to increase your cooking repertoire. As you progress through the story, various people may ask for requests. There are various types of requests, including helping out those in needs, requests from members of the Phantom Thieves, and more. Hopefully there's some requests from cats. Uh, shout out to Persona 4 Golden. You can obtain valuable rewards by completing requests, so be sure to do so as much as possible. You can check out that full report, as well as it broken down into the various parts, of course, on the Facebook page. And last but not least, uh, I think this was during their live stream, there was a full two hours of gameplay. Uh, 
So you can check out the link to that. Obviously, I'm not going to be able to dive into that too much, and it's nothing that we haven't seen before, from what I understand. Um, but it does, obviously, you know, I do enjoy those live streams. It's a good way of, you know, not... <laughs> Uh, sometimes the games can kind of cherry pick what they want to show, and uh, this way you 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 see it all. There's nothing nothing hide them, so you can check out the link to check that out if you are greatly looking forward to this one as I am. And we did not get any sort of release window for here in the West, so that was a bit of a bit of a letdown. But what are you going to do? That's just uh, just the way it is. Maybe we'll get a little bit more on that. A little bit later. And so that wraps up all the Persona 5 news. Of course, we still got Royal to look forward to here in just a few more months. How long is that game going to take to <laughs> to complete? I can only guess that. Uh, if you recall, a few weeks, maybe a, maybe a few months ago now, uh, there was the Romance of the Three Kingdoms 14 story about them having a collaboration with the Atelier Riza, Edward Darkness, and the Secret Hideout. Well, Koei Tecmo has outlined those. Okay, it was announced back in November. Has outlined those details. So as of late February, the characters will appear in the game as free, downloadable content. Uh, there will also be um, some DLC from the game Legend of the Galactic Heroes. I'm not familiar with that one, but it looks... Uh, looks pretty cool. So yeah, there's a there's a staging of it uh, February through July with different uh, free stuff all included for you guys if you are fans of that. I'm not sure what that'll uh, translate to um, in the Americas in the in the West, but of course we'll know that a little bit later. Romance of the Three Kingdoms 14 comes out January 16th in Japan. And February 28th here in North America. As I find out more of that information, I'll pass along to you guys. Uh, one of the things we um, didn't talk about last week as it broke um, at the very last minute. And now I can't uh, I can't find it. <laughs> I've uh, lost, lost the story. Oh, well, we'll come back to that one a bit later. Um, oh, here. Yeah, here it is. Um, they had the Pokemon Direct, and we talked about the Mystery Dungeon DX. We did not talk about Pokemon Sword and Shield Expansion Pass. And this kind of got everybody up in an uproar on the interwebs. Uh, it the uh, let's see, they've announced a expansion pass consists of two expansions due out in June and this fall, respectively. Some of the Pokemon and characters that appear will differ between each versions. Each expansion pass will cost twenty nine ninety nine. And of course, as this doesn't, you know, I'm not. You guys well know I'm not the biggest Pokemon fan in the world, but I am assuming that much of the outcry was over the fact that Jerry bought potentially two. $60 games and now expansion pass is coming out at 30 bucks a pop. That's pricey. So if you bought everything, that's $180. So yeah, I, I, I can get that. 
However, DLC is a reality. It's not going anywhere. That's just that's just the way it is. So I've got this whole uh, story posted for you guys on the Facebook page if you would like to check that out and uh, get some more details on it. You might have already sought that out for yourself. As I said, it's about a week old. And uh, it just, it literally broke a few moments. Um, I, I caught in time to get the Mystery <laughs> DX one, but did not um, did not have a chance to talk about that one. Just a bit too late. There is a new um, Battle Encore trailer for Tokyo Mirage Sessions. Hashtag FE. Um, here is an overview of the game in case you uh, haven't heard the worlds of fire emblem and alice have crossed paths again the result is coming to nintendo switch it's actually coming out in uh, just a few days as of this recording on the january the 15th it'll be out in two days on the 16th an interdimensional evil has invaded modern day Tokyo resulting in this fantastical barrage of music style and yes danger so fight back battle through dungeons to pump up your strategy and creatively decimate your foes all before hope fades to black you and the rising stars you call friends will need to call on your creative power manifested as iconic fire emblem characters to wage a secret war on rogue spirits that feed on creativity each encounter will immerse you in deep turn-based battles that blend combat of the fire emblem and shimigami tetsu series into one brutal Harmony. Fuse items and craft weaponry, then play to your strengths and crush your foes. Around every corner you'll find nods to multiple fandoms, including Fire Emblem references, dungeons seems to the inter- themed to the entertainment industry, and stunning musical performances. So I've got that link for you guys on the Facebook page, of course. Like I said before, this is an interesting game to me, but it's not something... Then I'm going to be picking up uh, in two days. It'll be something down the road that I would like to pick up when it's on sale. Bandai Namco has released a trailer for God Hero 3's new, quote, Traversing the Past episode. Fam? Is that how you say his name? P-H-Y-M? It's due out as part of the free version 2.3 update tomorrow on January 16th. God Air 3 is available now for PS4, Switch, and PC version uh, 2.3. Got detailed in one of our previous episodes. You can now check out that trailer and see uh, what you'll be up to in God Eater 3. The winter update for Sword Art Online Fatal Bullet will launch across all platforms in early February. Ben on Emco announced during its new during its Sword Art Online New Year 2020 special live stream. The update will add Alice and Yugo Integrity Knight costumes and the Night Sky Sword and Blue Rose Sword style Quinton, which are beam sabers, as well as uh, transformation costumes, um, Royal Guard Gold and GL6 Disaster Gold weapons. Nemco, uh, Bandai Nemco also announced that a Switch demo is available for SAO Fatal Bullet. And it will launch in early February. 
the demo was already available for PS4 and Xbox One. There was also the uh, newest game in the Sword Art Online series, Lucization Lycoris. They had introduced the co-sleeping events during this live stream. So, uh, series producer Yosuke Fatuma previously said that the game would not feature any co-sleeping events, though that appears to have been incorrect, as we now have um, we have images for <laughs> for both Asuna and Alice, as well as a video for it. So that is definitely going to be a part of the gameplay. I've never gotten a chance to play any of the Sword Art Online games. I've got one. I actually purchased, I believe, but just haven't played a game. But this one seems to really have uh, piqued my interest. I will uh, defer to my friend Chris, who is uh, <laughs> my Sword Art Online uh, source for a lot of things. And uh, he's looking forward to this one. He says it's a different story arc than some of the other ones. But just... The gameplay reminds me of what Grand Blue Fantasy Relink is going to be like. So, since I'm interested in that one, you know, it makes me more interested in this one. We'll just have to wait and see. Um, as the game's not due out for a while, uh, due out on May 22nd in Japan, or 21st in Japan, and 22nd here in America's in Europe for PS4, Xbox One, and PC via Steam. Monster Hunter World Iceborne expansion shipments and digital sales have now passed 4 million across PS4, Xbox One, and PC. It's not bad since the launch on January 9th. Total physical shipments and digital sales of Monster Hunter World have now surpassed 15 million as of January 2nd. In total, the Monster Hunter series has surpassed 61 million units across all things. So congratulations to that. And uh, obviously, if you are playing it, you are enjoying it as well as many millions of people have done. Let's take just a quick break here and uh, we'll be back with uh, not only our drawing, but some more fun stories to talk about here on episode 94 of the JRPG Report. All right, guys, welcome back to the podcast. We've got a few more fun things to talk about. One not-so-fun thing, I guess, if you are a fan of this game. Uh, Square Enix did announce that service for Mobius Final Fantasy will come to an end on March 31st in Japan and June 30th worldwide the game's been out uh for a few years now it came out back in uh 2015 in japan worldwide august of 2016 here was the official end of service announcement greeting warriors of light thank you for playing and supporting mobius final fantasy throughout the years after many difficult discussions square enix ended service for the japanese version mobius final fantasy in december 2019 after the warrior of despair Story concluded. Service for the global version of the game will continue until it has concluded on June 30th, at which time service will end for it as well. We would like to express our deepest gratitude to all our players who have supported us 
for uh, since August 3rd, 2016, is with a heavy heart that we now must bring you this sad news. We will continue to implement updates to the in-game events, including the conclusion of the Warrior Despair story until the end of service, so it is our fondest hope that we'll see our adventures fades out to the very last. Thank you for fighting alongside the Warriors of Light for being part of the world of Mobius Final Fantasy. May you continue to bring the light of hope to those around you. So yeah, if you have enjoyed this game, you've got uh, not much longer, and uh, it'll come to an end. I didn't care for that one. The graphics were um, amazing. I'm not going to fault the graphics, but I, I'm pretty sure I'm talking about the right one. That is the one where you only fight with one um, one player at a time, and it just it reminded me too much of. Uh, Final Fantasy XIII's fighting system, which I didn't care for. <laughs> um, in other better news, Genshin Impact has added a Switch version to its release. Um, Mihai Yo, <laughs> Miho Yo will release open world RPG Genshin Impact for Switch in addition to its previously announced PS4, PC, iOS, and Android versions, the developer announced. While the game was previously planned for a spring 2020 release, uh, it now lists the release dates as to be announced. So there is a new uh, trailer to go along with um, this announcement, as well as a new area that will appear called Of the Land Amidst Monoliths. Here's a description of this one. Um, Head south from Mondstadt, and you will arrive in a nation known as Laiu. I'm not sure. Laiu. The most prosperous merchant's port of all of Tevat, Lari Harbor, sits facing the open ocean. Until this very day, the presence of the Adapti can be noticed in the area, Adapti which the people of Lari believe to be led by the geo-god Rex Lapis. There's also a trailer for that as well. This is a game I'm definitely looking forward to. It looks like a cool open-world action RPG. Set in a fantasy world, freely explorable, multiple characters, in-depth combo, element system, and an engaging story. But it looks like we're going to have to wait a while longer, as is just now a 2020. Well, no, not even 2020. It just says to be announced. So, yeah, it, it could be a while uh, for that. Uh, this is a game I don't know a whole lot about. Um, but we did get an Amazon.co.uk now has a PS4 and Switch version listed for school or of, of Dead or School, and it'll come out March 13th in Europe for, I guess that's Euros 27.99 under publishing of Marvelous Europe. The studio Nanafushi developed Hack and Slash RPG launched worldwide via Steam in June 2019. And then it also came out for PS4 and Switch in Japan in August 2019. The Japanese console versions, which were available both physically and digitally, included English language support, but an official Western release had yet to be announced, and I guess maybe they will clarify that now. Since it's popped up on Amazon, usually once these things happen, that is a uh, telltale sign that it is coming out soon. So a game that we're going to talk about now, and this is a first because um, there's been no shortage of stories about this title 
uh, for the past six to eight months, and we've not talked about it. And so let me kind of (laughs) explain what's going on. Uh, Yakuza 7, which is going to be called Yakuza Like a Dragon here in the West, um, is due out tomorrow in Japan and just sometime in 2020. I don't know if they have a latest... um, yeah, they haven't said a firm date for that. And so the Yakuza series, obviously, this is number seven. It's been around for a while, and I've never talked about it on this podcast. Um, it's never really been a game that I wanted to play. Um, there's a, it's a very popular title, obviously. Um, but there's a reason I haven't talked about it, and that's because it's not a JRPG. Um, it is an action game. Um, and I will talk about action RPGs all the time, and that's fine. But with this one, and like I said, it's there's been tons of stories out there for a while, and I just never paid any attention because I thought it was just another title. But this one is actually turning into a JRPG. So let's talk about it just a little bit. Um this is the latest numbered entry in the Yakuza series for PlayStation 4. It's a story of new protagonists. And forgive me for uh, botching this one up. Um, Ichiban Kazuga. In the new setting of um, <laughs> someplace in Yokohama, the story of hot-blooded thugs stirred up by the Ichiban Kazugi will begin. If the protagonist changes, so does the gameplay. This is a new Yakuza experience. The new protagonist not only changes the story, but also how you play. So this is what's interesting. It has Yakuza 7, which is called Like a Dragon. uses, And I understand that's why they changed it. Um, It confused me. Just calling it number 7 meant it was a continuation. This one is now called... Yakuza, like a dragon. It uses a live action, a live command RPG battle system that combines the series signature action with an RPG command system. There are, you see your HPs and your characters at the bottom of the screen. There's a turn order. And it looks like the, um, looks very much like uh, Persona or the Trails of Cold Series 3 with actions mapped out to each button. (coughs) They... It has evolved in a system in which anyone can easily enjoy exerting battles in this completely new battle system. Uh, Kasuga and his party will fight by selecting techniques with various effects such as act, attack, recovery, support, and more. Enjoy immersive and dynamic battles against all sorts of enemies. And so this one has a very comical, over-the-top feel to it. Um, the characters are... <laughs> Larger than life looking. It it just it looks pretty funny. As, as much as a serious Yakuza game can be. Um, over the top weapons and battles. and uh, So I'm going to link this story on the Facebook page. And this is when it was announced. The first trailer details and screenshots. This actually came back. This one came out in August 29th of this past year. So I will link that for you guys. If you're looking for a complete, um, 
update and kind of get a good feel about what this game is all about. I had linked the other day the newest trailer for it, newest gameplay trailer, um, and so that kind of got the jaw or the ball rolling on. Wait, what? Is, uh, even the adult was like, "Wait, what?" I was like, "Yeah, this this is a JRPG. It's kind of crazy." So let's let's talk about it and see what's what's going on with that. Um, I have one last thing story to talk about, and it's interesting in the idea that I must I get all my stories from uh, Gametsu's website. Um, they are on top of all this stuff. It's a great source of information for all Japanese games, and then I kind of narrow it down to the ones. Uh, specifically for this podcast. And they released something on their Twitter, but they didn't have it actually on their website. It's kind of odd. <clears throat> so, um, Tales of Arise has actually been rated in Korea for PC, PS4, and Xbox One. What we just talked about a few minutes ago with the listing on the uh, Amazon UK site. Well, this is what usually happens is they get rated on these boards pre, you know, prior to an eventual release. It's not some it's not like a trademark, so it's not done years in advance. It's something done fairly close to a release window. And so in particular with Tales of Arise, we know so little about this title. So when something like this pops up, it leads to optimism. Um, they had previously said that Tales of Rise is going to be a worldwide release. So with them doing this now, I think this game could come out a lot sooner than we are initially expecting. Um, is it going to come out in March or April? I don't think so. Um, I think maybe the summer. So could we see a June or July release window? Wouldn't that be incredible? Um, I think that'd be a perfect time for it to come out. I think we're going to know a lot more about it here before that even comes to pass. But maybe it's some some reason for optimism. We'll just have to. I I I have full faith that the game is coming out this year, but I was anticipating more closer to the holidays since we know so little about it. But maybe it's going to be sooner than that. Once we get some more concrete information, you know I'll pass it along to you guys as soon as that happens. So that's it for all the news today. But that's not uh, that's not wait any longer, um, and I'm going to turn just a little bit here to face the camera and so we can kind of get get this on a recording for you guys i have a fancy box and yes it is the uh trails of cold steel box that i got with my special edition just a little while ago and let's have our listener support drawing remember this is all the people who signed up for listener support at the end of 2019 entered in this contest for a chance to win what was initially <laughs> the Final Fantasy VII Remake Special Edition. $80 value, right? 
I opened it up as well that if somebody chose that they could get Persona 5 Royal Special Edition in its stead. Um, and if there's another game that you want that's 80 or $90 instead, well, or an Amazon gift card for that because you've already paid for these games, whatever you want to do, guys, I don't care. We'll figure that out once we know our winner. So here, I want and I want to do this on video so everybody knows it's legit. I didn't just... Uh, pull these names beforehand so look we've got here's the box here is andre osmer in there kyle wooten by the way we've got six we had six people end up signing up for it in total timothy turner you're in there dalton suter I hope I pronounced you guys' names correctly. If I don't, I am very sorry. Jordan Krickner. Dustin Smith. Put the lid on there. Shake, 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 shake. Alright. Fortune be with you, whoever happens to be the winner. And I will look away... This is it. No, no, there it is. All right, here we go. I get a drum roll. Who is winner, winner, Jordan Kirkner? You are the winner of the big giveaway. Congratulations, sir. I'll be in contact with you shortly to see what your prize shall be. That was fun. Um, I can't promise I'm going to do that uh, that often. That was a, uh, a price to give away, but I want to say thank you to all you guys so much. Um, it is in no small part all you guys, the reason why I do this each and every week and love doing it. So congratulations, Jordan. We'll be in touch to see what you want to win. But until next time, Hopefully we'll have some more stories to talk about. Hopefully no more delays. But um, thank you again for watching. Don't forget, uh, give us a like on Facebook. Sub on YouTube. Follow us on Twitter. Um, listener support. If you'd still like to sign up, I will gladly take your support. It's at the bottom of there. And give us a review. Um, wherever you listen to this podcast, um, give us a review. It will certainly help us out climb up the rankings and make sure more people can hear this. But um, appreciate each and every one of you guys. And we will talk to you next time. But don't forget, till then, get back out there and level up.